Hello and welcome. This is our second episode, match reaction Algeria versus uh, Tunisia on DZ Sport. I'm here again alongside uh, Dean Ami. Hello everyone. As you can tell, uh, we're not very uh, <laughs> we're not very lively as last time. We're we're, we're disappointed of about yesterday's game, to be honest. And um, we'll just start off with Dean. What, what did you think of yesterday's game then? I don't even know where to begin, Yusuf. It's, it's a disaster. It is. It's shocking. Oh, we, we started the game brightly uh, in the first 10 minutes, but after that, we just collapsed. There was nothing. Yeah. There was no uh, fight, no attacks, no chances created, allowing Tunisia to get back in the game, and second half paid the price. Well, I would say about 25 minutes of the game, it looked, really, it looked like a really good game, and then I think it just died off, didn't it? We had those good chances... Uh, Slimani, obviously, that that corner, well well worked corner, to be honest. I, I don't know how the Tunisian keeper managed to save that Mathlouthli. I don't know how he saved that, but it was a very very uh, good save, to be honest. And then he saved as well Brahimi's free kick. That was another chance, and it was just and Mahrez when he shot with his uh, weak foot. So up to that point, it was looking good for Algeria, but I don't know, mate. I don't know what happened. What. I don't know what Leakin said at half time. Yeah. I'm sure he would have said more of the same from what we saw in the first half because as long as you create chances, yeah. you're probably going to win the game. I don't know. What, what did he do? What did he say? Because the second half, they just seemed to, to, to collapse. Their Obviously, heads in the second half, we, we conceded five minutes into the game. It was an own goal by Mandy. Not much he could have done, could nah. he? It was, it was a very good cross. Um, and just it was very lucky to ricochet off his foot and into the back of the net. With every tournament, though, you need a bit of luck sometimes. And yeah. down the other end, Slimani had a shot, or sort of a cross shot, and it came off Abdenor, and that yeah. could have gone in as well. But it's just like our luck is just not at this tournament. Talking about luck, stay with that. Uh, as we concede, last last game against Zimbabwe, could have had a penalty on Mares. This game could have had a penalty on Slimani. Do you think is a luck well, a luck, luck issue as well? You need luck to win a tournament. You need quality, but you need a bit of luck, and you need organisation. I think Abdenor did have his hands around Slimani in the penalty area, and we've seen those given as free kicks on the pitch, so why not give them in the box? Yeah. But, you know, ifs and buts, we, we didn't create any chances in the second half apart from the goal. And, you know, at the end of the day, we can only look at ourselves and say we did not play well enough. And uh, that Tunisia second goal that you could say completely destroyed all Algerian fans and everyone, even the whole team. Um, what, what do you think was going on? Because Fauzi Roulem... Mm. He's he's a really good player. Let's be honest. He's one of the best left backs in the Serie A in Italy. And um, what was going through his head? Trying to do a fifty yard was it fifty yards? Trying uh, to pass it back uh, with a header. What, what was going on there? And then after, why foul? He was so good. that was a red card. That would have been a red yeah, card in any other game. Off, yeah. That's a red card. He was so lucky as well. And I don't know what, what do you think was going on there? We we put all our players up front by the looks of it. Uh, lose the ball, counter-attack, and we're 2-0 down. It's crazy because it's our free kick. Brahimi's won a free kick. We take it, it gets cleared. The ball's going to Gulam. He's got Kazri on his case. Gulam's always going to win that race because he's got five yards on him. Was it was it Khazri or was it uh, Akaishi? I'm, I'm not sure who. Well, 
one or the other. One of the two. They're one both, the both way, bald. Either way, Goodland's <laughs> taking him out. Yeah. But Goodland's ne- he's always going to win the race. Mm. He could have, you know, taken a touch, flicked it backwards, or just boot it out of play. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Boot it out of play. Better safe than sorry. And the penalty is so clumsy because you just know any contact and the Tunisian's going to go down, and that's exactly what they did. And that is now three penalties conceded in our last three matches. But that is not a coincidence. It's not exactly three penalties conceded. And... Uh, <sighs> By the looks of it, just looking at... Obviously, Tunisia-Algeria has always been very tight, hasn't it? Tight game. It's always been that mistakes that have cost yeah. either side. Do you think... Um, do you think, even though that, we should have won that game? Because looking at the, the level of our players compared to theirs, most of their players all play in the Tunisian league or play in Arab leagues. They, they only have, like, Hazri or someone else who play in Europe. Uh, one who plays in Premier League, obviously, Hazri, plays for Sunderland. But what is it? I don't, I don't. I don't understand the levels. I was. I was. I was wondering if I was thinking Algeria would. We're going to win that. To be honest, we all were thinking. We thought we were going to beat Zimbabwe. Exactly. That should have been a warning sign. And we've lost to Tunisia. Yeah. And once again, it's embarrassing. We should. If we're one of the favourites to win the tournament. Exactly. And we failed to beat Zimbabwe and failed to uh, beat Tunisia. And now we're facing elimination down the barrel because we've got a big, big task if we want to save anything from this competition. Yeah, and uh, like you said about favourites, uh, we have Senegal in our group, and mm. obviously they're they're meant to be the hardest team in the group, and we've got to beat them, haven't we, for the next game? <laughs> what what are the chances in that? Well, I think I think we've got a good chance because Senegal have won the group, so they will look to rest. They're, they're not going to risk, you know, Mane, Kiyate. They want to save them for their quarter final. But like there has been other people have been tweeting us on DZ Sport have been saying, what what if they do play Mane? What if they do play Kiyate? Because they want to put a message out there to all the other. African teams, look, we've knocked out Algeria, meant to be the favourites. We've knocked them out. And look at our team. Be scared of our team. Well, it's obviously down to their manager. Um, but, you know, setting all a good side, whatever, whatever 11 they pick, they're going to be a good side. You know, there's no excuses, really. They're probably still a better team than Tunisia when you look at the players man by man. But the problem with Algeria is it's OK going behind 1-0 down. It happens in football. But then you look at your bench... Uh, impact subs, people to bring on. Who would you have brought on in that game? Yeah, very, exactly. very limited options. You're going to bring on Banassa and Arsenal under 23. Exactly, player? and that's that. That comes to our next point. Um, Medjani and Feguli. Well, they would have been such a great option to call them up, but obviously, because according to our manager, here they don't have the uh, match fitness or whatever the the form. Don't call them up. I think that was a massive mistake what they've done. So stupid. You'd rather call an under-21 player who's playing youth football. He's not actually playing for the Arsenal team. He's playing youth football. And you call, and you don't call up Majani Feguli, who have been at the World Cup, who have been at other Af- Afcons with us. I, I, don't, I don't see what, what's going on. What was the logic? You've got Majani as a captain, mm-hmm. as a versatile player, can play in defence, can play in midfield. Exactly. And he's got experience. And you've got Feguli, who five years ago was Algeria's best player. Exactly. And you don't want to take them? Yeah. You don't want to take Faguli? Really? Faguli, even if he's not informed, keep him on the bench. He, he can be an impact player. Like, for example, Rashid Ghazel, he didn't really do much yesterday, did he? He was, did he nothing. Was, he was quiet he that did game. Nothing. Easily could have brought on Faguli and made the difference. But obviously, what, what can we say? It's just, I think, for me personally, let's talk about tactics now. Yeah. I think Algeria, they should have played this tournament with three at the back. I know it's risky, but they should have played with three at the back. Roulam and um, 
if they would have brought Faguli, could have yeah. played at that sort of wing-back yeah. position, not playing defensively, but always can assist that three at the back. And obviously, if Majani was playing, he would either play centre-back or CDM, or Ben Taleb playing CDM. But I think it's been tactically a mess. It's been The call-ups have been a mess. Everything has been a mess, and I think that's costing us, isn't it? And by the looks of it, we're going to be out of the AFCON uh, early, and we're not actually going to make it into the World Cup. What, what do you think about World Cup, mate? Well, firstly on tactics, when you we, we have no game plan. When you watch Egypt, you know they're going to defend and they're going to counter with Salah. When you watch Morocco, you know Reynolds going to play three at the back. When mm-hmm. you watch Algeria, what, what's the game plan? What's the system? It's not. They're, they're just playing that 4-3-3, Slimani playing on his own up front. I, I think Slimani, we've seen it before. When um, Haliludzic, he would play the 4-4-2. Yeah. He'd, or he'd play someone behind Slimani, helping him out. In this one, Slimani's isolated by what I'm looking at. He's getting no crosses in. No. There was nothing. So what he had, he had, I think he only had that header. That's, that was the best chance he had. And obviously the other one where Hani, I think, shouldn't have touched it in the second half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He should have just let the ball go through to Slimani. Yeah. That, he's done nothing that game. And I think, I think it's, it's a shame, really. The midfield was, it was already very limited with Boo, yeah. Boo's Unas tied there not going due to injury then you don't take Faguli you're really wrong because you've got to have good supply to Slimani you know you see him score for Sporting score for Leicester they're good deliveries into the box mm-hmm. with us we're not getting the ball to him where he wants it yeah. of course he has to work hard to get in the right positions make the space but barely we crossed it in the box for him I barely remember any crosses for Slimani to attack and again that should be one of our plans you know or you know cross it to Slimani look for Slimani because he's one of the best headers in the ball in Europe it's a fact yeah and it's a waste that a £30 million striker, let's not forget that, £30 million, yeah, yeah. has done nothing at this tournament. It's a shame, really. And, um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll just have to, like you said, luck for the next game, Algeria. Um, they're up against Senegal, who are massive, massive favourites in this tournament. Uh, just looking at Sadio Mane is just it's scaring me. It's scaring me, especially with the defence that Algeria have, it's, it's very scary. And he's in, he's in a lot of form at the moment. Obviously, it's not just that. It's not just if we win Senegal, no, no, guys. No. We need Zimbabwe <laughs> to put a performance against Tunisia. And looking how they played against Senegal yesterday, they did put some fight into it, but they could be really tired after that game. And Tunisia might take advantage of that and place, make their place into the quarterfinals. Well, Zimbabwe got to remember in the same position as us. They got one point. They got something to fight for. Mm-hmm. So they are going to try, but we're in a very, very difficult position now. Positive: Algeria have a good record against Senegal. They beat them in the Afcon 2015. Yeah. They beat them last year in a friendly as well. So this year maybe it could be three in a row. But we're going to have to put in such a good performance. Senegal have not conceded a single goal at this tournament, and we're going to have to be at our best if that's going to change. Yeah, definitely. And. Uh just talking about Senegal the last time we played them it came into my mind just now we had the players such as uh, Figuli yeah. we had Bouguera as well oh. he got an assist I think uh, mm. for Mahrez's goal was it uh, Figuli played that game it's just I think it's a shame really there, there's so much potential we have we're kind of in our golden era, uh, generation and they're not taking advantage of it are they really we are wasting one of the best generations we'll ever see in our lifetime because remember, the, the, the past 10 years of Algerian football, 
They've worked so hard to get them back on the continent map, you know. Exactly. Qualifying for two World Cups, that's a massive achievement. And now it's all gone to waste. Halle Hodzic, Saturday, they qualified for World Cups with worse teams than this. Let's mm -hmm. not forget. Worse exactly. teams. Rafik Jabot up front. Exactly. With all due respect, Hassan Yebda in midfield qualified for that, the World that Cup. That was possibly the start of our... Our golden generation, obviously, because we had uh, the likes of Belhaj, mm. uh, Bouguera as well, uh, Antar Yahya. Do you think those players, they retired too early? Do you think we should have kept them on? Obviously, Bouguera and Mansouri now, they're, they're, they're the uh, assistants. They're helping out um, Leakins. But I don't know. I, 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 got, I think we should have... They should have stayed with the national team. Even Halish, where, where's he gone? He's gone off the radar. Uh. He's a player with massive, massive experience in the mm. World Cup. Afcons. A player like him is what we need in defence, I think, as well. But it's, it's a good question. But at the end of the day, we cannot rely on them forever. At some point, we're going to have to bring new players in. And Ben Sabaini looks like a really good prospect. You know, we put the. Uh, DZ Sport poll out and he won Algerian man of the match and rightly so because I thought it was fantastic against Zimbabwe as well it was good it's such a shame though that these are these are what his, his first couple of caps after the Mauritania friendly yeah. what's taken so long I don't know I, I think there was a problem as well with him being banned they banned him because he didn't want to go to the Olympic team I think that was a massive mistake as well he should have been with us at playing Nigeria and Cameroon he should have been there but obviously uh, there's not much more we can do, really, but, like, rant on <laughs> about Algeria. But the preparation as well for the tournament, you know, we've got, we got some... There's big nations in the, yeah. in the competition. They're all playing friendlies against other African nations. Who of course, are, yeah. You know, Zimbabwe, they, they played... Serbia, Slovakia, wasn't it, exactly. when I checked? Uganda yeah. went and, and played some European nations. We played Mauritania, and then we played Mauritania again with the doors closed. Yes. Yeah, that's, an, that's another issue, and uh, don't want to go really much into detail about the, the management of the team and that, but I think it needs to really fix up, if we're, if we're going to be honest. It, it needs to, they need to do something. Like we should be, with the level of players we have, we should be playing against top teams, not, not sides like Mauritania, not, not saying they're bad or anything like that, but I think that wasn't the right preparation for us. They left it too late. I think uh, we also had a, a friendly lined up against Ghana, Mm. That got uh, cancelled because of political and... Uh, yeah, because of Avram Grant. Avram Grant. And I think they shouldn't. They shouldn't have done that. We should have played them. Like, Ghana is, is a good team. We should have actually gone for them. But anyway, we'll leave, we'll leave it all at that. Uh, hopefully you, you enjoyed it. Not, not our, our usual lively and uh, yeah. podcast, but at least it's something to think about. Uh... And uh, inshallah, maybe for the next game <laughs> against Senegal, we'll make another podcast. Uh, well, you never know, we might actually be in the quarterfinals. Let's not forget inshallah, that. Inshallah, we, we can only pray. We can only yeah. pray that Algeria make it into the next round. But uh, to all our listeners, uh, everyone who's listened uh, to this podcast and to all our podcasts, well, thank you. Thank you a lot. Everyone who's sent us messages, everyone who's participated in our polls, we would like to thank you on behalf of DZ Sport. And uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll inshallah we're talking after the Senegal game. And uh, thank you very much from from me. Yeah, thank you everyone for listening. Thank you.